Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five, the podcast, the movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts Q and Jay dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. Feel free to yell at your speakers when we ignore your favorites, or you could just tweet at us with your choices, like an adult. Now, let's join Q and Jay in the writer's room as they dive in. Fair warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but at this point, that's really your fault. And now, on with the show. What's going on, everybody? Q here, as per usual, and I am joined by my most wondrous of cohorts, Jay, Mia, and you you guys know her, you love her, Courtney Warner is here for an episode with us. What's up, everybody? What's up? Yay! It's so, so exciting to be here. So excited. It is. I am so excited. Um, so, I'm so glad you guys all decided to fight i've been begging for years to do this episode our top five favorite schindler's list moments i am so excited that we have finally gotten together to do this so thank you guys so much i had this one ready to go i know i know you've been sitting on this list for you're like man one day i'm going to get to count down my top five and actually I, I already flubbed it. I know we're still, it's top five funniest Schindler's yeah. List moments. Finds on the balcony. Finds on the balcony. Finds on the balcony. Uh, Sorry, what? What? Hmm? What? Huh? <laughs> uh, so in all, in all seriousness, I'm sure people who listen to the show, AKA Joey's mom. Hey, 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 hey Joey's mom. So nice to talk Hi, to Mama. you digitally in, in a one-way conversation as we usually do. Um, I just talk at you and you ignore me. Dang. <laughs> um, so, and yet you're still her favorite son. I know. It's weird. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure people have kind of noticed that there, for the past month, uh, the entire month of June in all actuality, there has been just replay episodes of High Five the Podcast uh reaching the airwaves and i'm sure Quite people suspicious. have wondered what in the world is going on and the truth is we all died and we're all ghosts now high five Ooh, high five should we high five high five high five high five high five high five son Woo! high five don't let me hang it High five, but it just goes through. We're just spirits. <laughs> Boo! You can't hear them. You can't hear them. It's true. Our hands just passed through each other, and it made a weird oh, sh- clapping noise. Oh, sh- it was like oh, a residual sh- clapping noise. It's like uh, in Casper when they try to. There were other move, things clapping. They just that passed hands. through their body. It's yes. true. It's my butt cheeks. I yeah. Was... Just cl- <laughs> high five in those butt cheeks. I was. Man. I was <laughs> making it clap. You know what I'm saying? Clap, clap up cheeks. If there's two things I'm known for, it's making necessary movie lists and clapping my butt cheeks. Everybody, yes, only your, only your butt cheeks. And if yeah, there's anything mine. I'm, if there's anything I'm known for, is that my butt cheeks sound like the older brother from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, that's true. Brad Garrett butt cheeks is what we call yeah. Jay. Yeah, old Brad Garrett butt. Yeah, cheeks. please don't choke on whatever it is that you're choking on. <laughs> Find your semi to Affleck. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey? <laughs> yeah. That's what my oh, wow. shots sound like. <laughs> oh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Guys, it's already off to a weird start. I love it. Uh, yes. So we've all, you know, speaking of the fact that we're all dead, um, we, we gather together. For a somber celebration, if you will. I know two things that normally don't go together. Uh, but 
The reason that we have been off the air is because we've been retooling in the background, right? To bring brand right. new episodes to all of the fivers out there. Uh, to kind of reformat, retool, re-look at the show and and kind of bring you something fresh and new. So there's this episode is maybe going to be one of the most important episodes because we're about to drop several new pieces of information on you. Um, Bombs, guys. Bombs. I would say... Huey Lewis, and here comes the news. We'll bury the lead a little bit, but the first announcement that we need to make is that the show is going to be moving to a new release schedule format. So starting the month of July, the show is no longer going to be a weekly podcast. Wow, did you guys hear the collective, like, just gas sigh <gasps> of... Of everywhere internet uh many people pulled off the side to the side of the road to gasp collectively they did they were like what <laughs> they're gripping their steering wheel white knuckled like what is he gonna say next uh the truth <laughs> is that the show is gonna be going to a bi-weekly release schedule so that means that we're gonna have off weeks but have no fear you will still be getting content starting in the month of july always uh always. project project nerd is going to be basically transitioning the high five the podcast uh stream rss feed into the new project nerd movie and television uh podcast network essentially um so we're actually going to start releasing multiple series all having to do with movies television and kind of that that media genre every week so when High Five is not releasing a new episode, we're going to have the wonderful guys at the CF3 TV series that we have on YouTube. We're going to be playing episodes of their podcast. And I'm sure so many of you who are already watching that series are like, wait a minute, they're a podcast too? And the answer is, they were a podcast. <laughs> Maybe, kind of. <laughs> Yes. And, uh, the the awesome news is you can't find their episodes of their podcast anywhere except now on this feed. So you're, you're welcome. Alternate oh, yeah. episodes of High Five the podcast on one on one week, CF three the podcast on another. Back to High Five and it, ending it out with the CF three every month so much news and movies and amazingness it's gonna blow your minds so that's that's really announcement number one uh announcement number two is kind of a big announcement I mean, probably. Uh, announcement number two is surprise courtney do you mind sticking around for a couple episodes and helping these guys out in, yeah in I the near future maybe like I mean, I, it's not that I'm, like, planning anything, so to speak, but if you could, like, make sure you're available to record with them every time they record a new episode, that would be very helpful to me. Huge please, announcement, Courtney, please. sticking around. Woo! You guys asked for it. You demanded it. You begged it. You tweeted at us, sometimes very rudely. Like, yeah, very <laughs> and honestly, oh. weirdly enough, most of them came from Courtney. Yeah, yeah, it was they strange. Were so mean, they were so mean. So please mean. just let me come back on. No, you Courtney, barely yeah. said please, barely Multiple said times because she, she knows she belonged me. here. I she said, it. We knew it. She said, At Q, you know, you can't even clap your butt good. Let me yeah. be on the show. And that, <laughs> that made me sad. That made me no. really. That hurt my feelings, but you know what? I, 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 <laughs> I, I acquiesced to her request. Uh, um, so I looked another... for results and I got them. <laughs> That's all that matters, right? It's all that I care about. It's just the bottom line. Uh, so <laughs> uh, you'd fit right in as an employee of Disney. Oh, thank uh, God. That's all I've ever wanted. Uh, <laughs> um, and then the, the third announcement is kind of a big one and a little bit of an emotional one. And I don't know. I don't know how people are going to feel about this. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Guys, I have decided to step back from High Five the podcast. Uh, and in case people are wondering, is this Jay or Q talking? Her voice <laughs> sounds so similar. It's uh -huh. Q. Q is deciding to step back. Um, there. 
you know, we've been doing so much together as a high five family lately. And we, there are huge things on the horizon and our, our generous benefactor overlords at project nerd have very graciously blessed me with some opportunities to really help grow project nerd as a whole. So I have decided to kind of step back focus on those things and really let these three just explore the weirdest outreaches of high five listing that are possible. And so this is it. This is actually going to be my last episode, which yeah. is weird, which is super weird. Everybody so cry weird. right now. No, oh, I, I, I already am crying. You're <laughs> yeah. crying. We're all crying. All the thing crying. about it yeah. though is even though you know this is your last episode, it's a long-standing tradition in High Five mm-hmm. Call on the podcast that one when one of the founding hosts leaves his position, that he has to present his high five, his sure. highest five, his or highest his top five. five. Highest. So yes. the highest of fives, and so Q in order. Yes. To contractually be able to step back and focus on this fantastic opportunity and this hiatus, you have to tell us your favorite movies of all time. Man, I'm that ready is to hear it. Listen, I'm so ready. I, have to. I can't I can't break with tradition that has been going on for hundreds of years. <laughs> hundreds <laughs> of years. Literally Don't they cave- know we're actually immortals? The Duh. original caveman high fivers we're podcasting by drawing pictures of lists on cave walls. Right. That is, that is science. That is fact. Do don't no need, up. no need to Google it. Nobody no, Google don't, it. Don't even Just look trust it up. Us. Listen, nope, if you lie. look it up, it will hurt all of our collective feelings because that means that the trust between you as a listener and us as your media gurus is broken. And if do you, you want to break your eyes will burn that, that too. And Courtney will send you mean tweets. So don't yes, look it up. Yes, I'm so, ready. I'm so ready to send mean tweets. Uh, I have so many lined up. Yeah, this is a crazy list. So uh, should, should we list? <laughs> should we list? I don't know. Should we list? <laughs> yes. We should list. We should we list. Should, we have to list. This is where we make a list. The list. Three, two. All right. This is it. This is for all the cojones. This is my top five just films, right? Yeah. And I yeah. have uh, I have a year top five films list as well. Um, so, oh. I also have a year top five list. Same as well. <laughs> so Q's number five is The Princess diaries that's yeah. right everybody <laughs> that is Jinxies. his number See. four is josie and the pussycats uh-huh <laughs> yes but the, the remake the new one the remake. right right his number three is all of the hobbit films all sure. together all collectively. for sure yeah his number two yeah. is the one direction documentary yeah, right. masterpiece. Everybody knows masterpiece. that. And his number one is the One Direction documentary again. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so Oppie. true. Yeah, it, it it was on there twice, so it's technically the Two Direction documentary at this oh. point. Wow. Oh. It's bi-directional at this point. <laughs> it is so bi-directional. Um, <laughs> I'm. St- Thank you guys so much for making my list for me. I really appreciate You're it. Welcome. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, this is a crazy list to come up with for a couple reasons. One, from the outset of High Five the Podcast, it has been a rule that we would never do a top five favorites, really, because technically we can't like that's a hard and impossible thing yeah. to rank, right? Like there's no way that my top five favorite could somehow objectively beat out any of your top five favorites right. of something um so first off that made it a very weird list to make two uh it was this was a really emotional list uh for a couple reasons so quick story uh when i was approached with the idea of doing this i mean per the contract per that right. hundreds year old contract uh, when when Jay's lawyers approached me and said, uh, Q, you can't just step away. You 
are required to do this. It's written I, on the damn Dead Sea Scrolls. <clears throat> I said, all right. Hey, papyrus. Please put mm. my family back in their home. I will do the list. Um, <laughs> Excellent. They, they returned them. And so I made this list and it was weird. And I, uh, I know we normally would discuss like what went into the criteria of the list. So I'm going to do that a little bit. Um, so when I was thinking about the list, it was important to me that I chose movies. I did the whole classic, like if you're stranded on a desert Island and you could only pick five movies to have, what would they be? (laughs) Um, and so most of my list was based around that age old, you know, um, scientific method of really narrowing things down. Um, but then I also started to think like what movies represent me? Like what, what list of movies would I want to leave Fivers with to think about and like boil who I am down as a person into five films. And, uh, so I kind of took that approach as well and I thought about it and I kind of went back and forth and ultimately there were five movies that all that informed the person that I am today. They informed the type of media that I like. They informed the way that I write. They informed my sense of humor. They informed, uh, my emotional growth as a human being. Um, and so I'm going to share that particular list with you guys. Um, I love I, it. I do too. Uh, so I guess we should start at number five. <clears throat> but I have to tell you all, n- none of these movies are in any particular order, right? They're all my That's top. Understandable. That's totally all my favorites. Yeah. They are all my favorites, but I will list them for you numerically because that is also in the hundreds year old contract that it must still be in a list format. Uh, So I'm going to pull up my digital Ten Commandments were the same way. Uh, I'm going to do something that I normally outlaw and fight against so hard, which is I'm going to give a runner up. Uh, honorable honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, because cool. only fair that finally I give an honorable mention after like pushing back and <laughs> very yes. cruelly berating Jay uh, and Mia <laughs> times. You know what? Once you once you're gone, game get fair game, brother. Literally, you're like we've stopped listening. It's all just honorable mentions. It's a full podcast of just honorable honorable mentions. mentions. Colon the podcast. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) coming soon to the Project Nerd Network. Uh, So my honorable mention is Popeye, the uh, Robin Williams film. Yeah. Uh, It. It was very much almost on my list, and I'll kind of give you guys a a tidbit into my soul as to why it almost made it. Um, There's a couple things that I love about the Popeye film. Uh, One is that it stars the amazing and incomparable Robin Williams. Uh, Two, that it is maybe the strangest movie that Robert Altman has ever directed. And number three, that it is a full blown musical uh a musical with a capital m that that is based off of a 1920s cartoon serial and i mean serial as in like a serial motion picture not like a box of cereal right yeah uh, although that would be interesting too i'd watch a musical Good. based off of a 1920s box of cereal um, but there are a couple things it, it has music by, uh, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but I'm going to do it right now. I'm looking it up. So sorry. I can edit this out myself. I am. Dave Matthews. Uh, it has music by Harry Nelson, Harry Nilsson, which is, I, I love his music. Uh, people may know him as the uh, the lime and the coconut guy. He oh was, my god! Uh, <laughs> he also people may know him uh, from such beautiful ballads as "I Can't Live If Living If If Living Is Without You." Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Another fantastic song. Without you. 
for those who watched uh russian doll on netflix yes uh he he is the writer of the gotta get up song that repeatedly plays every time that natasha leone dies and wakes back up in the bathroom nice um oh my goodness but he also wrote all of the music for popeye the musical and if you haven't watched it watch it if you don't want to watch it and you just wanted to hear about the best parts, we actually released an episode about it. Yeah, we did. Way back in the catalog uh, where I sat down with my wife, Haley, and I showed her the film for the first time. And then we immediately recorded an episode where we talked, we discussed the film as a lifelong diehard fan versus someone who was seeing the movie for the first time. And it was it was super weird and awesome, as you would imagine. Uh, so definitely go check that out. So anyway, that movie was uh, my honorable mention. I've done it. I feel dirty for having an honorable mention. Uh, yes. But looks now, good. I'm so proud of thank you. you. Love thank it. You. Um, but so now I guess we should get to my number five, which is not technically my number five, but number five nonetheless, right? Uh, mm-hmm. My number five is Rain Man. Oh. Uh, okay. I read oh, it about that the other day. Interesting. I did too. I actually watched a video about it. Was it uh was it is the movie is that movie canceled yet? No. I feel no, no, like no. I feel like no, it's coming. No. It's Hoffman. praised. Nope. Oh, okay, praised. great. Perfect. But, but I I did watch um a video today about the manic pixie dream girl slash boy and its relation to uh, autism and rain man came up in that conversation actually uh, so. interesting that's wonderful i, hope, I love that i hope yeah. that movie stands Send the test that article, time. i know i know there are probably some writing like i don't know maybe it's a testament of its time but it's a fantastic film and hoffman is amazing in it so i hope uh, yes yeah. i hope it, it 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 sidesteps in the hate that it could get yeah, it, it made it on my list because, guys, little known fun fact about Q, it is the first movie that I cried to Oh, uh, I cried about that movie. So a little, little history of me, people don't know. In uh, junior high school and high school, I used to volunteer with uh, all of the man- mentally handicapped children in school. Uh, I spent lunch hours. Of course. I spent lunch hours uh, hanging out with them and essentially – the program was to kind of help them adapt to the lunchroom. So I would sit with them and we would talk and it would get them integrated back into like the normal uh, class. So that was kind of my thing. I would spend an hour uh, every day doing that. And it was great. And I got to know some amazing people. And I've always had a, um, a really big soft spot uh, for the handicapped in general. Um, and so that movie, I think, think if i i tried to trace it back to where that came from and i think it was me watching this movie um i i think i saw it when i was maybe seven or eight and even as a like really young kid it really struck me on a couple levels one these this brotherly relationship Mm. Uh, but two tom cruise's kind of arc of being this using kind of asshole to learning to accept and appreciate and not exploit um, people for what they can give you, but instead Mm -hmm. what you can do for them. Mm -hmm. And that like lesson as a kid, like really resonated with me. Um, And so when I was kind of making this list, I decided this, this is kind of one of those movies that helped shape who I am. At times in my life, I have been both uh, un, unredeemed Tom Cruise and redeemed Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, I have been an asshole who has done terrible things, and then I have also tried to atone for those things. Um, so it's one of those things that I think it's a wonderful story. It's got amazing performances. Um but ultimately at its core, it's just about examining who you are and your place in the world and what you are going to do with abilities or, or um, your status in life. If you're going to abuse that or if you're going to try and do something with it, do something good with it. So anyway, that's my number five in non-sequential order. <laughs> uh, good one. It's such Rain a good Man. one. <clears throat> uh yeah go go for it you got something 
Oh, I was just going to say, I, I, you know, Dustin Hoffman's obviously amazing, but I think people forget how amazing Tom Cruise is in that movie too. Like, um, I mean, Tom Cruise is, you know, whatever now, but like he is sure. a great actor. And man, mm-hmm. I, I miss yeah. when Tom, Tom before Tom Cruise was Tom Cruise. Like, I, I know, miss, God, he was awesome. I, yeah, it was. Just, I think one of the best parts about watching that movie is that neither outshone the other. Agreed. I think that's a testament to how great of actors they both are, is mm-hmm. that they could both share the screen and be equally as compelling to watch. Yes. 1,000% yeah. agreed. Absolutely. Plus, uh, it literally, I don't know, there are so many memorable scenes from that movie, uh, but anytime I see toothpicks build, I think of that movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Man. There's so many like little things, little moments uh, that I love that were just like brilliant, brilliantly done. Um, okay, moving right along. All uh, right. My number four, not actually my number four, but just number four on this list. <laughs> um, a number four. A number, a number four uh, is going to be uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, I knew yep, it. Yep, yeah, it's gonna be on this yeah, list. Yep, yep, yep. I'm so. Surprised it's not- Higher. I can't wait. Uh, the well, it's not that it's not higher. These it's are number no one and number five order. and every yeah. Correct. It doesn't matter. Uh, they're all the same. Schrodinger's uh, list. <laughs> uh, so Muppet Christmas Carol, man. For those of you who know me and those who don't, after the past six years that we've been doing this show together, I thought we were closer than that audience. Um, I'm a huge <laughs> Muppet fan in general. Uh, yes. yes. And yeah. the Muppets are as a kid like raised by movies and television right the muppets were like a really big uh influence on my humor uh and also my like it has kept what i would consider to be my childlike wonder alive since i was a kid right like i see everything through a or i tr- attempt to see everything through a jim hensony lens Like the world is still a magical place and there are interesting creatures and magic hiding just beyond what you can see in everything. And I, I knew that a Muppet movie had to be on my list. And when going through all the Muppet movies, I had to figure out like which one spoke to me the most. And there are two things about me that this movie accomplished. One, I love the Muppets. Two, I love Christmas. So <laughs> this movie is like the perfect. Wait, 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 wait. Three, it's a musical. Uh-huh. Oh, that's true. Yes, it is also a musical. I have more musicals on my list, foreshadowing. Uh, but um, it is maybe one of the best Muppet movies that has been made. Uh, and then secondly, I firmly believe that we should have gotten and if anyone from the Henson company is listening to this please please I beg of you the Muppets belong in more classic literature mm-hmm. stories yes like yes the Muppets I'd the love marriage, to see an Alice in Wonderland uh, great oh, Gatsby. The, the marriage of the Muppets and classic mm-hmm. literature goes so well together it's scary yeah for those who don't know muppet treasure island is also an amazingly fantastic movie yes um and but a christmas carol is one of those like when i think of the best adaptations of a christmas carol i think of the muppet christmas carol agreed which is crazy (laughs) like by all standards that shouldn't be the case but it is. The movie is yeah. brilliant and it's funny and its songs are some of the most like endearing Christmas songs that I still play to this day, even in like July sometimes when I just want to feel happy. <laughs> well, uh, and one of the things, there's one of the little uh, trivia notes about that movie that I always love is one, I think Michael Caine gives probably the best Scrooge performance mm-hmm. one of across the board. But his determination and him coming in and sa- saying like, I am going to act with the Muppets like they were people. Mm-hmm. And he was very clear about that. He's like, I'm not going to be silly. Like I'm going to treat them like they're people. And they're like, no, that's what we want 
for you yeah. to do, Michael. And he was like, no, I'm going to be like with serious and like, good. You yeah. be serious. Was, the rest will you, work. Yeah. He was and like, Michael, Wait, they're not people. <laughs> Michael Kane actually said that that is the project he is the most proud of doing out of everything he's done because it's something it. his, really? gra his grandkids can watch. Yeah, I would so, be too. Yeah. Like yeah. it's such a well done film. Hats off to Brian Henson. Yes, uh, picking up the mantle after his father passed, uh, he knocked it out of the park with that movie. Uh, so yeah, so my number four ish, I guess, is yeah. a number four is. The Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, so, keeping in line with um, keeping in line with musicals, I suppose. Mm. Like literally, my list is in no order, so I'm just like looking at it, and I'm like, which one do I just want to talk about next? Uh, which one's a number three? Yeah, first, for, this feels like a good segue. Uh, my number three is The Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, yeah. Yes. I knew it was going to be on here somewhere. Uh, Little Shop of Horrors is one of those. Uh, I have Jay knows, and some of you may know, but it's, it's kind of the quieter part of me. But I have a, like, really, for lack of a better term, like, really, like, dark, fucked up part of my head that really <laughs> enjoys like terrible story like bat and when i say terrible i don't mean like terribly told but like terrible horrible stories about things um and this musical scratches like all of the best parts of my brain all at once it gives me that like weird uncomfortable like tragic story mixed with some of the best musical music ever committed to the page. Mm -hmm. Also mixed with like some of my favorite actors yes. and comedians ever. Yes. Um, yep. And so it like hits all those moments for me and I can totally remember it was so funny. So recently I, I have, well, not recently I had 12 and 14 years ago. I had two children uh, <laughs> and recently I accompanied them to go see their schools, right? Um, because one of them is moving into high school. One of them is moving into junior high school and I went to go tour their schools. And what's funny is, is, uh, I did not realize it until I was on the premises, but the school that my, my oldest is going to is the place where I saw Little Shop of Horrors for the first time. <laughs> no way. Cool. Yeah, so cool. when I was when I was 12 years old, I went and saw a cousin of mine, aunt who was going to this high school, perform this musical at their school, at their high school. And that was the first time that I had ever seen Little Shop of Horrors. And I like instantly fell in love with it instantly instantly and so because i became obsessed with it for like a year my mom decided to show me the movie she's like oh you, you love that you're gonna love this <laughs> and i watched the movie and what's so funny is i watched the movie and i was in love with it but when it got to the end of the film i was like wait why is every why are people still alive in this this is not this is not how the musical ended that I just watched. I loved the fact people may know that I have a love for unhappy endings. I really like when things just go sour at the end. I don't know why. Okay. Don't judge me. I don't know why. I just think it makes for <laughs> interesting... it's reality. Yeah. Yeah. It's it makes very for... true. <laughs> makes for interesting storytelling. Um, That's why Q's number one is funny games. <laughs> it really is. Things go very south. Um, but I watched the movie and I remember thinking, man, this movie would have been better if they would have stuck to the original play's ending. And then fast forward about, I don't know, 15 years later, and they release the director's cut of the film. And I find out that that is originally how the film ended. But the studio was so afraid and it didn't test well with the audiences because people thought it was such a like dour downturn ending that Audrey 2 essentially destroy takes over the world and all of the main characters that you've grown to love die at the end uh and i was so excited and i was like yay like i finally get to see the movie that i want to see 
Uh, and I don't know now about four years ago, I actually got to go see it in the theater, the director's cut with the original ending restored. And it was amazing. Uh, but there's a couple things like growing up, eventually I will get a, uh, Seymour and Audrey two tattoo. I have a blank space here on my arm that is reserved, reserved for that. Wait, as a kid, I wanted nothing more. I thought I was going to go before I realized that I, that I was going to be a like amazingly wildly rich and successful podcaster. Yes. Uh, before that happened, uh, I was convinced that I was going to do musical theater and that was like, I was going to do it. And the dream role that I always wanted to play was Seymour in little shop of horrors. I oh. always, 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 always wanted to play Seymour. And listen, if you're out there casting directors, if Jake Gyllenhaal can be Seymour, I can be Seymour. Okay, just give me a shot. I can totally do it. I mean, I'm not um, saying that we wouldn't do a murder she joked uh, type of Little Shop of Horrors episode, but if we ever do, please, just please let me come on and be a person that like uncopyrightingly feeds people to plants. I would love that. <laughs> I personally would love that. I can't speak for everyone else. I've been wanting to do a musical episode and also would love, I love Little Shop of Horrors. So that would be, um, that would be perfect. I, I am in, call my agent. I'm in. I will. <laughs> um, I will say that the twist uh, is, and, is that his plant isn't alive. He's just killing people and putting he's them just on the his cold plant. <laughs> there is plant at all no uh, it's just the dentist i will say though and i have to point this out because jay just did the song and it reminded me of it ellen green who plays audrey in mm-hmm. the the feature film but also originated the role of audrey on broadway is i oh. believe in her mid-60s now and there was a performance circulating on the internet that you can find where she ha- recently, like within the past like six years, reprised the role for a special benefit About a on stage. And she sounds as good as she did in the early 80s today. Yeah. And Killing in it. her Holy 60s, shit. like next Killing level it. crushing it. Uh, and it, for the performance, she's still rocking the blouse and miniskirt. Like oh, still oh pulling God. it off. Looking amazing as hell. All power to her. She's amazing. I love her. I want to meet her. Please uh, make that happen, you three, as a going away gift. Yes, absolutely. Um, cute. But, yes. Look under your chair. <laughs> it's Ellen Green. So- How- oh my God, she's dead. How long has she been on? <laughs> oh my God. Well, it was like before the pandemic, but I mean. I told you guys I love downturn endings and you guys delivered for me. Thank you. Always. Um, All right. So my top two, these two are not my top two. They're all the same people. If you haven't understood that premise yet, please understand it now. Please. Uh, So my number two, uh, and man, this one was hard. I had to have a Batman movie on there. Of course. Uh, Of course. Because I have I have Batman tattooed upon everywhere, my yeah, everywhere. Uh, I have Bat- Batman tattooed on my heart. <laughs> I also have a Batman tattoo on my. Pe- no, I'm just kidding. Show it, show it. The Joker. Surprise! Yeah, it's, that would actually be pretty funny. That would It'll be it. Well, that's not. It's good. Victor Zaz. It's a bunch of tally whacker marks. Get it? So, I'm just trying not to die. That's all. <laughs> um, uh, I don't forget what I was saying now. Oh, yeah. So, I had to pick a Batman movie. And so, I had to go through like the entire pantheon of Batman films and like yeah. think and like really think about it. Um, and I came to what may be an unconventional choice. Ooh. Uh, yeah. But I decided to go with Batman Returns. Okay. As I know. My, spectacular my favorite Batman film yet. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there's a couple things that were happening on Batman Returns that in my mind make it the best Batman film. Right? So... Batman 89 is spectacular. 
No question there. It's a fantastic film with a fantastic cast. Jack Nicholson is an amazing Joker. Uh, Michael Keaton was an unconventional but surprisingly Mm -hmm. awesome Bruce Wayne and Batman. But when they did Batman Returns, I feel like the studio saw Batman and was like, awesome. Tim Burton, we know you can do it. We're going to give you more money. And you know what? Less, less input. You just do what you want to do. You make it as weird as you want to make it. And that's what he did. And unfortunately, after they saw Batman Returns, they're like, Tim Burton, you're fired. We're getting Joel Schumacher. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, well, we but can't Tim have Burton that was again. like, hey, have you seen my model of Dr. Caligari's cabinet? It's like, here, look at my German expressionism paintings. It's like, this is a Batman movie. <laughs> Please stop. Um, but no, don't it, stop. It's, fun. it's wonderful. It, it has some of the my my favorite versions of some of the characters in the Batman Pantheon. It is definitively my favorite on-screen Catwoman that we've had yet. Yes. Amen. Yep. Amen. Michelle Pfeiffer is amazing. And it is the best version of the Selena Kyle 2 Catwoman mm-hmm. arc, even if it was made up. For the film, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like Tim Burton totally made took leeways with that character <laughs> and what turned that character into that character. And but it totally works. Mm-hmm. Michelle mm-hmm. Pfeiffer worked as that kind of like uh put upon nebbish yep. secretary version of Selena Kyle, mm-hmm. and then absolutely oozed like f- ferocity. Is that a word? It is now. Yeah. As Catwoman. Like she she became like teenage me's like poster child or poster girl for like the hottest nerddom thing ever in the history. But she was so powerful though. It was like that's what made it sexy. And there are two things in this world that are incredibly sexy power and humor. And legitimately, legitimately that she had both. She was funny. She was witty and quippy. And then she was like badass because you never knew if she was going to like choke you to death. Right. Um, or that, eat your t- that type of anxiety is the sexy type. <laughs> yeah. <Totally. laughs> you don't know it what's going to happen. It totally is. Um, it was total fear boner time. Uh, but <laughs> I love I, a good fear I, boner. I, yeah. Fear boners. Don't the we all love don't to curate those. <laughs> um guys listen this is my last episode <laughs> i'm pulling all the stuff i don't give a shit on every day that was great no, i'm gonna now get I'm this curious this that show is gonna get i want to get yep <laughs> fear boners yeah that's all <laughs> I, I, I don't, it's not about love it's about power you know fear boners call <laughs> oh in my the god yes now I feel like oh, I need to go back in the line of people that I've slept with and been like, did you, did I ever give you a fear boner? I know. Did I scare you? <laughs> I, I better have. Were you intimidated by my power? They're like, and they're, like, it, they're like, yes. And they're like, good. Good. Check. If I didn't, <laughs> yeah. it didn't count. Goodbye. Click. <laughs> yeah, just hang up. That's all I needed to know. That's all. Good day, you. sir. The next one you call and you're like, did I ever give you a fear boner? And he's like, no. And then right then you cut his power. Yes, cut his power. Well, I thought you were going to say cut some else. His lights go out. Fun fact. You straight up Lorena Bobbitt his ass. Yeah, And then you just cut his dick off. I have absolutely walked into a house and the internet completely shut off. And the games they were trying to load wouldn't load. Nothing. All I did was walk in and it was And that was it. I love it. Fear boner. Yes. The house Uh, had a fear boner for you. (laughs) It did. The house was like, ooh. Oh, uh, Mia! <laughs> oh, Mia! <laughs> it was like that animated kids movie, Monster House, but it was Monster yeah. Boner House. I was literally yeah. like Monster House. Oh my god! Um, I, I love that movie as a kid. That one joke that still kills me. Good. 
the one, one where he's walking in and she's like it's that thing in the back oh, of the throat. uvula and, and, yeah you feel like you think you think you think oh, you it's a girl house like, oh it's a girl house and that's <laughs> like every time uh, oh i'm oh, familiar chowder um <laughs> But aside from Michelle Pfeiffer totally rocking this Catwoman, Danny DeVito's Penguin is maybe one of the coolest iterations. And grossest. And totally. Yes, disgusting. Totally the grossest. Can I, can I remind, and, and Q, I think Batman Returns may be one of mine. I, I haven't ranked him in forever, and it would be hard, but I get it. We should but do I one. Have, I have to totally remind you myself. You all have like, to quit is, first before you This is a it. kid's movie. Like, it is yeah, a kid's movie. Like, this is a kid's movie. Well, well yeah, if you're a kid's if movie kid's with a very sexy woman. Yeah. yeah. Very terrifying exactly. looking. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's like this movie is this is a comic book movie for kids. So far, listen, uh, you're listing things, and all of this sounds like, yeah, that makes a good kid movie. Sexy Agreed. woman, check. Disturbing, deformed creature who eats fish kids, and people's noses. Kids in cages check. with tar coming out of their mouths. Yeah, check. check. Batman straight up murders people. Check, like all Perfect. of this. McDonald's tie. <laughs> I'm surprised this movie didn't get a G rating. Honestly, uh, <laughs> G for great as hell. Uh, but thank you. Uh, that was my best John Ralphio oh. impression. It was, uh, it was perfect. It was really good. <laughs> Pills, baby. Uh, <laughs> anyway um but no seriously this movie batman returns is awesome it for me the next best thing besides that would be the batman animated series by bruce tim no i mean it is, amen it is a mm. they are maybe the best iterations of batman that we've gotten to see mm -hmm. and i love the adam west batman that's like my that is my dude like that is my favorite batman so to speak. Uh, but as far as the world that has been built and the look of everything, Batman returns takes the cake for my favorite Batman film, which is why it is on the list. Um, man, with so the only one that's left, this is the one <laughs> and a uh, number one, a uh, list, the one, the one you haven't said yet. Yeah. So, so this one, um, this one is on the list. Because I I took a deep dive into, like, what made me, like, who I want to be. Like, who did I idolize Ooh. growing up? And I tried to emulate. Mm. And I feel like I've somewhat succeeded, if only because on rare occasion, Mia has referred to me as a debonair pirate, which is kind yes. of like kind of close in the realm of the vibe that this person gives off. Mm. Um, but I would say without a doubt, it had to be on my list. And my favorite one of this series as well is Indiana Jones and the last crusade. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I, since yeah. I have been a tiny wee little boy, have always just a wanted you to grow yes. up to be <laughs> motherfucking Indiana Jones. Like, oh, yeah. I had my only goal in life was to be <laughs> Indiana Jones. Yeah, I am neither an archaeologist <laughs> nor Harrison <laughs> Ford, so I have failed miserably. But uh, I like to think that a lot of my uh, charm should i say and uh, charisma and charisma sure was modeled after what i saw on screen from harrison ford in indiana jones that is where i pull a lot of my machismo if you will i love it um, perfect he's the perfect I, man to, to, at least to me listen if he taps his foot in a bathroom stall i'm not saying no <laughs> right <laughs> but if he um, says hey let me fly you somewhere i'm like you know what harrison maybe not no yeah maybe not I'm <laughs> that good. wasn't what i wanted harrison. yeah if we're gonna be on jet blue sure i guess yeah. but if you're piloting it i'll take a pass Right. Also, uh, can we, also not Delta. Can we be more careful with him, everyone? 
Yes, please take. Oh my god, yeah, he's gonna die. What? No, don't say that now. Harrison Ford needs to take better care of Harrison Ford. All right, that is awesome. I bet he'd tell you the same thing. He'd be like, "I don't need." Actually, he'd say, "I don't need anybody looking after me." Okay, kid, I've got this. Yeah, and I would say that's a lovely hearing you have, sir. There's, there's one person in charge of Harrison Ford, and it's Harrison Ford. Ooh, that's and I'd be good. like, I don't know if you're trying to be funny oh or me, but I kind of like it, and I'm scared of it. I liked it. I was a fear little boner. Bit fear boner. <laughs> yes, Harrison Fear Boner. Um, <laughs> but I, seriously, I share though, an embarrassing story about that movie. Yes. 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 Uh, okay, so uh, growing up, I went to many a church camp. Uh, if you will. And in many of those, a church camp we had with like talent shows and things of that nature. Um, I decided with one of my friends that year, because we were going to sign up for the talent show. I don't really have any talents, but we could talk about movies. And so we decided to reenact a scene. Um, And so (laughs) we chose the scene from Indiana Jones and the last crusade of Harrison Ford and Sean Connery tied to the chairs, arguing about the way to get out. And at the last minute, my friend bailed. So I (laughs) was left with it. I was left with the decision. And I will tell you what 13 year old me decided to do in front of the whole church camp was to do both roles myself. Yes. Oh my God. I love it. Jumping from chair to chair, changing accents. I nailed it. Everyone felt like the room was on fire because that's what was happening in the scene. Can I, I love can it? I hear, can I hear your best Harrison Ford and Sean Connery? Please. please. Give us a little taste um, of what that was please, like. Please. It'll be like, uh, the, uh, the Harrison Ford will be like, Dad, I don't need your advice. I'm a grown man. And then Harrison will be like, Oh, my son. Just your. Get your hands up and give me the knife. Oh. You're my son, and you've got to trust that I know Latin. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh my God! Q, I can't send you. I can't send you off without doing an impression. Thank you so much for that. I'm literally weeping right now. That was um, perfect. <clears throat> that was that was. Really I do great. parties. I, oh, Courtney, do you ever need Harrison Ford on your podcast for murder? She I know for murder. She, I would love yeah. a Harrison Ford and Sean Connery. Uh, I'm an innocent teenage little girl. <laughs> that was this awesome. Is just, really, this is just open auditions for Murder She Joke, the other podcast on Project Nerd. I. It is. We're holding. Open, open auditions. Oh, right open auditions. My team doesn't know. But... <laughs> None of them have gotten an input. No, they have uh, no. They have no say in this. But Simon Cowell is here. Lady. But did the they just lady? hear my impressions? Yeah. Did they hear them? If they of course listen, they did. They better Thank listen. Uh, if they don't, then well, we're gonna have to talk about that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll email uh, them. I w- yes. I will say that. Uh, so Sean Connery for me, speaking of was Mm. one of the reasons that I loved that movie so much Mm -hmm. is because watching this, watching Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, as this, you know, like you guys said, like the pinnacle of ideal manhood, right? Like this dude was everything. He's smooth and he's funny and he cares about history. (laughs) He (laughs) believes, he believes that things belong in museums. Uh, but in my head, if you were going to portray his father, like who would be the father to this person? The only person that would come to mind is James Bond. Like okay. that. <laughs> the only that one who's sense, more right? suave. Who takes a different type of care of the world. <laughs> sure. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, in my mind, like in my teenage brain or in my, you know, pre-teenage brain, when I saw this, I was like, yeah, like this makes sense. This totally makes sense. Every time he was like, Junior, I was like, that's amazing. Don't call me Junior, Dad. You named yourself after the dog, Indiana. Um, the, uh, 
<laughs> I I will say we're having a uh, Sean Connery off. You ready, Jay? And you're way go. better. I mean, I lose. Junior. <laughs> Junior. Just said, that was Junior. almost Bane. We're Junior. all doing was, Perhaps you was wondering why you threw him off a plane. Perhaps you, you, you named yourself off after the <laughs> no, dog. that's what I was going to yeah. do, you son of a bitch. You named yourself after the dog, and you know. Perhaps you which cup you should choose and if it would be wise. You know, now that you guys are doing that, it goes Sean Connery, then Bane, then Christopher Walken. Yeah. And then Yoda. In that order. Yeah. In that it order. It does. I've found that the the best Sean Connery impression ever was done by Jim Carrey as the Grinch. So if you literally say <laughs> anything in the Grinch voice, it sounds like it. Like you're like, kids these kids these days so desensitized by movies and television. Oh it's yeah. so it Damn. is it's the same, it's the same voice. Yeah. I dig. Uh, I dig it. I would beg to differ that Christopher Walken sounds a bit different, but on the same spectrum. Because yes, wow, it's crazy that you think I sound like Sean Connery. It's wild. You're a whimsical Sean Connery. We're not even from the same country. <laughs> damn it! I, would, I also want Yoda yeah. to be in that in that list too. A little bit. I, I can't Yoda. do that one. I don't know how to do that. Which I think uh, Yoda. Oh, <laughs> I think fits oh, in that. Leaving oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, number one list you have. <laughs> uh, but okay, so Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I think it's the best movie. It has an amazing story. You know, it deals with one of the most sought-after artifacts, the you know, the Holy Grail. Um, it's one of the best MacGuffins. It's got Nazi ass kicking, not like Nazis kicking ass, but Nazis <laughs> getting their asses kicked. It has uh, Sean Connery, Harrison Ford doing the best versions of those characters. Um, you get an amazing opening scene with young. Oh, man, the train is so good uh, as a pre Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. Uh, I mean, my son's middle name, for Christ's sake, is Indiana for oh, yeah. Indiana Jones. Oh, uh, it is. And thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it had to be on there so yeah so that's my list man like those are the movies that make me me that is the Q5 the Q that's the, high that's five. the behind the Cusick it is oh, behind the Cusick behind the you Cusick. think you know but you have no idea this um, is where the magic happens that's crib so should Thank I recap you. what I have here yes uh, yeah all right, so in no particular order, but in a convenient uh, top five list. Uh, number five, Rain Man. Number four, Muppet Christmas Carol. Number three, Little Shop of Horrors. Number two, Batman Returns. And number one, Indiana motherfucking Jones and the motherfucking Last Crusade. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Such a good list. <clears throat> Man, this list, I think, I think, you see, I, for those who are listening to the podcast, you're not going to get this, but for those, you know, these three who are with me on video, I have a blank spot on my wall right here. And I have decided, I talked to Haley, that I am going to get this list put up right here nice. with the high five yes. logo, and it will be my top five list, oh. uh, my final, my final five. If you yeah, will. I love it. I love, I love it. Um, as a matter of fact, it's like, hanging, it's like hanging a jersey. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I have I have a mock up. I'm gonna grab it. Give me one. I'll be right back. I'm gonna okay. show you guys. Just hold on. Cool. Hold on one sec. I'll be right back. All right, cool. we'll just hang out. Friends to open those 
time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E-T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast. On Twitter at high the number five the podcast. Instagram at high five the podcast. Or on Letterboxd by searching high five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? Farting your skeleton out of your body? (laughs) Maybe. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut! Printed! What happened to the next reel? Cut! Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut! That's a wrap! That's a wrap, people! Now let's get the hell out of here.